Hey friends, thanks for joining me on the Not About Me podcast. I'm your host, Kate Taylor, and I am so thankful that you're tuned in today. We are in a series called Healing Now or Healing Later. Last week, we talked about the faith of those that Jesus healed during his ministry, but I wanted to bring some people on to encourage us when they've walked some scary health issues. I think the enemy likes making us think that we're all alone. So I invited on one of my friends that just two weeks ago was feeling the exact same way. So let's get started on the Not About Me podcast. All right, so I have with me a dear friend. We've known each other a few years from CrossFit or whatever, but this is Kaylee. And Kaylee uh, came to me last week yeah, about it was last Sunday. Yeah, so since we're in the series of healing now or healing later, kind of walk us through what your mindset was in that moment um, that you stopped me in church. So, in that moment, I was definitely probably at my weakest. And it actually took a lot of will on my part to get up and go to church that morning mm. um, because I had gotten the news that Saturday not to worry. I was young. I was healthy. So just keep an eye on it. And in my head, I already knew this is getting bigger. I've been keeping an eye on it. A few weeks later, just I never had a piece about it. It never went away. And I actually ended up getting sick. My toddler got sick. Mm-hmm. I got sick right after her, caught whatever she had, thought I had strep, went to an urgent care to get checked out and mentioned the lymph node to them um, just because I, I just wanted answers Sure. and someone else's opinion. That nurse practitioner I saw was actually the first person that said, hey, let's do an ultrasound just to make sure everything's okay, um, especially since you've had it a couple months. So we did an ultrasound. And I honestly went into the ultrasound thinking this is going to turn out to be nothing. But I think two or three days later, that Saturday, they called me and said they found a three and a half centimeter mass or lymph node mm-hmm. on the left side of my neck. And then they had also found a two centimeter mass on the right side. Mm-hmm. Um, they did mention there were also multiple smaller ones that were enlarged on the left and that was the news I got. They ended it with, we need to do an MRI just to get a better look, a more detailed look. It ended up being something. Right. And, and immediately, like, where did your mind go? I was fearful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was very fearful, very scared. And again, I started thinking of the what ifs and what could this be? And What was the biggest fear you had during that time? The biggest fear, like what it could be or just... Yeah, either like how it would change your life or biggest fear of what it was. I honestly was most afraid of it being some type of cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was very fearful of if it was cancer, having to go through the treatment process for that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, what would my life look like if I um, had to go through chemo, radiation? Um, and then I looked at my girls like... I'm going to get emotional talking about my girls. Um, yeah. How old are they? They're two and a half and one. Okay. So just having to go through something really hard. Yeah. And them seeing that. Right. Like if I did have to go through something like that, I wanted to be strong. Right. Um, especially my oldest. She's at a, at a point where she can see and understand and remember. Right. Um, so just knowing and wondering, am I strong enough to go through something like this? So obviously you tell your husband, Kyle. Yes. But how many other people did you kind of like rally around you Um, at that point? So I really didn't open up to anybody until that Sunday. And Mm -hmm. you were one of the people that I opened up to because 
you stopped and said hey and asked me how I was doing and I just broke down. Yeah. Um, I think there were two other people that Sunday that stopped and just said, How are you doing? Yeah. And I I lost it every yeah. time. Um, just because I felt so weak and so overwhelmed with what was happening. Right. Those people I definitely feel like God used to show me you're not alone in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the strengths and the faith and the prayers of those people that helped keep me going. Right. Um, what would you say your prayer life and maybe like your personal time with God was in that moment, like leading up to that moment, like you having all these thoughts going through your head of what is this? How is this going to affect my family? How is this going to affect me? Is this this big C word of cancer? You mm-hmm. know, what, what, did your walk with God look like in that time frame? My relationship with God before all this started, I felt like I was in a good place with God and actually felt like I was at a very strong point in my relationship with Him. Um, Probably the strongest it had ever been. And then when I got the scary news and wasn't sure what this was going to turn out to be, or what the future would look like, I became very fearful and anxious, and all of my attention immediately went from God to my circumstances. Uh, Going through this, uh, it has definitely revealed to me weaknesses and flaws in myself when it comes to my relationship with God, and He has shown me uh, my relationship with Him could definitely be so much more. You felt like you're you're being obedient in prayer time and reading your Bible, but maybe not having that intimacy, like you're reading it out of obedience, but not necessarily feeling like on the other end, that connection, I guess is a good way. Is that fair? Yeah. Were there any particular like Bible verses or stories that you were holding on to up until that point? Or did the God kind of like move through you after, after that Sunday, I guess? I would definitely have to say Psalms 91. Um, Which is a great song. Yes. I prayed and read that prayer so many times that Sunday on, Mm -hmm. um, still am. And uh, whenever I went to get the MRI, I had that done one day later last week, I think. That day, I think I opened up Psalms 30. Mm -hmm. I remember correctly, I'm going to have to look back at my dates. But I chose something in my head said, I want you to read the Psalms, the chapter for whatever date it is. And I think I started that on like the 27th. Mm -hmm. I had that thought. So I read the 27th and then I got up to the 30th, that chapter. And that was after I had gotten the call that um, they could not find anything on your MRI. On the MRI That's awesome, yeah. And I can actually read it real quick. Yeah, go ahead. I just became very overwhelmed and it was like God because even at that point I even started having thoughts of doubting was the MRI was it right like was it accurate mm-hmm. but there was something there like the nurse practitioner the day before she felt this spot that you'd already had ultrasound yes I yeah. already had ultrasound and she told me she didn't like it it was firm it wasn't moving as much as she'd like and it was just crazy to me how she felt it that day and the next morning I literally had the MRI and it couldn't find absolutely anything Mm -hmm. Um, but after I got the report that they couldn't find anything 
Psalms 30, it said, I will exalt you, Lord, for you rescued me. You refused to let my enemies triumph over me. O Lord, my God, I cried to you for help, and you restored my help. Mm. Um, And that, the ending of that verse, it was like God was using that to confirm, I've restored you. Like, this was me. Because I was, up until that point, I was really questioning the MRI, and I wanted to believe yeah. this is God. Yeah. Um, but after I read that, I thought, you know, this is God. He's showing me. It's it's Him. We had stuff going on in our life personally, too, that I was like, gosh, this is overwhelming. I'd found out, I think that Friday before, that my job is ending in February, and so a few short months away, mm-hmm. and I was like, it feels like one more thing. And I wasn't panicking, but I was like, I need to go pray about this, because I know for me, I'm going to be the same way. My uh, thoughts and my emotions are going to get out of control of well, what if I can't do this and how am I going to afford that? Like just, you know, the mind game that the enemy plays on us with letting our minds just run rampant with what ifs instead of trusting everything God's word tells us to be true, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember going down to find my neighbor actually. And one of the other pastors that we had prayed with a few weeks before about all this other personal stuff going on. And I walked by you and you called out my name and I was like, I, somebody said my name. <laughs> and so I turned around and there you are. And I could just tell on your face, like you were just burdened yes. like with something. Uh, usually I have my generic, Hey, how's it going? Hey friend, you know, whatever. But I, I felt like, like I really need to be there. And I don't know what it was other than the Lord must've just been like, just, just wait. Mm-hmm. Cause I asked you how you were and you're like, I'm fine. Yeah. And I knew by looking at your face, you were not fine. Like your nonverbal <laughs> communication there was like, I'm, I have something going on. I was afraid almost to say anything else, but also felt like I just, uh, one of the podcasts I listened to, the guy says, just marinate on it. Yeah. So I was like, I don't even remember what I said to you, but I, I was like, I'm going to let that marinate for a minute. And then you finally like started opening up and Ben came up behind me and took off my backpack because I'd had like, <laughs> I don't remember what I was doing that day. I think I was doing schoolwork actually during first service and then I stayed for second service. So he took my backpack for me so I could be unburdened Yeah, and almost felt like that symbolic of carrying your burden with you in that moment. Cause I just sat there and listened yeah. to everything you had going on. And then Miss Janet walked up and, and prayed with us and then we kind of prayed over you. Um, what, what did you feel after the, after the prayers, and leading up to getting your MRI, I know you, you had difficulty getting your MRI scheduled because mm-hmm. the insurance here in the States is yeah. sometimes very particular about diagnostic testing and stuff like that. Your, where were your thoughts at after the prayer and leading up to the MRI? Um, well, the first thought, like I mentioned before, was I I felt like I was no longer alone. Like I had people, other believers standing alongside me, lifting me up. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt... Like I had a little bit more strength, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and just knowing that other people were standing beside me and praying and lifting me up, no matter what the outcome was going to be, was very encouraging and gave me hope. Yeah. Um, and that everything would be okay. Yeah. Um, something else that God put on my mind uh, was all this going on and then us having the conference at church. Right. Um, that last night. Uh, the speaker talked about faith and then also the faith of others. And God used that to show me the people that he put across my path the past couple of days, the past week. Like I truly feel that it's been the faith of others that's helped get me to this point. Right. Because when all that was going down, I felt like I had no faith whatsoever. Right. But having those other believers next to me and them having faith and praying 
helped increase my faith. Right. So. So your MRI was good. MRI was good. So much so that they called you, right? And yeah, said, well, I called them that afternoon to figure out some paperwork. Same day, when I was on the phone with the nurse, she actually said, oh, hey, by the way, I was just about to call you. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> they, she said they could not find anything on the MRI. And the radiologist, uh, the tech, the nurse practitioner that were all involved, they were honestly shocked. I could hear the nurse practitioner in the background going like, I literally touched it. Like, I felt this thing yesterday. Oh, wow. I just immediately was like, okay, God, you're up to something. I mean, sure, these people are shocked. And so they actually came back and said, we want to do a CT and an ultrasound a few days later just to make sure that we're not missing anything. Um, and so a few days later, went in, had the CT done, and was actually talking with the CT tech about what all was going on and yeah. she um i was telling her what the mri how it had found nothing and she got chills like yeah. she even proclaimed like you're you're healed like i'm proclaiming it i'm believing it that, that had to make you feel healed. good yeah. yeah yeah and uh so i had the ct done and then the ultrasound was honestly what i was most nervous about because right. they were going to look at it right then and there go into the ultrasound and tell the girl what all was going on and she starts ultrasound on my neck. She's looking around, and I look at her, and I say, listen, I know you can't tell me much. Right, yeah, you can't. Yeah, you, you're not supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do you see anything? And just kind of end it there. And she says, well, no, I'm not seeing anything like what the original ultrasound report showed. Wow. She said, honestly, you've got one lymph node that I'm seeing. It's only about a centimeter. Yeah. Yeah, Every, the CT report came back, ultrasound report came back. Same thing. The CT said it could not find absolutely wow. anything. That's awesome. So I go and I meet with the nurse practitioner Tuesday to kind of discuss everything. Right. And go from there. Uh, they did blood work, so we're going to see what the blood work showed. But um, as far as of right now, nothing is showing anything. That's amazing. So it is. Yep. Going back to what you just read, that Psalm 32, Lord, my God, I called to you for help and you healed me. You know, like I just remember that Sunday and that stuck with me through the week, you know, wondering how you were, yeah. you know, and I knew your MRI was coming up because I'd been texting you or whatever. And then you called me, what was that Wednesday, I think, and told me that everything, that they were surprised. Yeah. And then talked about how is it okay to go do the CT and the ultrasound or should I just believe it for what it is, you know? And so I, to encourage anybody that is listening anywhere in the world, it's okay to ask God. It's what I've learned in my readings over the last year. Like even Gideon, like I told you, mm -hmm. uh, I was like, okay, God, I need you to, um, I'm gonna put this fleece out and I, I need the fleece to be wet with the ground be dry type. And that's okay. Yeah. And God was okay. He understood. Tell me how your relationship with the Lord has been since all of this. So I have definitely, recently, it's been a lot of gratitude, uh, thankfulness, praising. Mm -hmm. um, one thing that happened prior to the MRI, um, that last night at the conference, we went down and got prayer at the very end. And one of the pastors at the church, he came over and, asked what was going on and he prayed and he got the impression that we needed to be praising God. Mm. And from that evening 
up until that morning up to the MRI, that's all I did was just praise him. Yeah. And then the past couple of days, all I've done is just praise God and just tell him no matter the outcome, I definitely feel God close. I feel him near. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just wanting to give him all the praise, right. all the thankfulness for what he's done this far. Um, and he's reminded me and he's shown me like, I've got you. Your life is in my hands. Right. And, um, even if, you know, the doctor comes back and says something about the blood work or even if something were to come up with all this, I feel like this is definitely increasing my faith. Sure. And God just showing me like. You kept saying even if. And so that reminded me that. And I know I told you that Sunday and I really, I literally just turned to it. Mm-hmm. Daniel 3. When they got Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and King Nebuchadnezzar's getting ready to throw them in the furnace, and it's going to be seven times hotter than it's ever been. And their attitude was, well, God can save us, but even if he doesn't. And so that whole, even if God doesn't do what I think he should do, like you were talking about, like Mm -hmm. he's still God and still has a plan, and we just have to trust him to do that. And the fact that you have a thankful attitude and willing to come on the podcast and share your story, I think a lot of times... We don't give credit to God for the things that he's done. You know, we can believe it for other people, but it's a lot harder to believe it for ourselves. And the whole idea of being so cautious to give God credit for the healing that mm-hmm. because we think people are going to think we're crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm one of those people I've always struggled with. What are people going to think about me if I say X, Y, or Z? Right. And now I'm just so like, whatever, I'm just going to live out crazy faith and just I'm going to give credit to where God did things, you know? Oh, yeah. And so I'm, I'm just so thankful that you came on and agreed to come on and tell your story because I do believe that God has healed you from mm-hmm. whatever that was. You know, I was thinking the same thing. Okay, does this, my friend have cancer? Like, right. yeah. as a nurse, I know what those things could be. Mm-hmm. And so my mind sometimes goes to the absolute worst, but then believing for you and for your family that, you know, you're going to be healed and not have to go through all those things. And then the testimony that you have, to share with others. So I just think that's so awesome, you know, that you got to do that. Oh yeah. And so thankful that you come on the podcast. Yeah, thank to you for do that. Me. So any verse that you're holding on to tightly right now? Um, the you mentioned let me see, it was in Psalms thirty. You talked about giving God the glory. Um, the end of Psalms thirty says you have turned my mourning into joyful dancing you have taken away my clothes of mourning and clothed me with joy that i might sing praises to you and not be silent oh lord my god i will give you thanks forever oh and that's good <laughs> that is that is my prayer that is what i'm proclaiming that no matter the outcome um whatever happens on tuesday when i meet with a nurse practitioner i'm those are the verses that i'm proclaiming yeah, so. I love that. Okay, well, since we call the podcast not about me, <laughs> how do you how do you live your life not focused on yourself? Keep God as my focus. And I was literally talking to someone um, maybe about a week or two ago, something they were dealing with, and this was before all this happened. And I told them, you know, you're in a storm right now. Everything's chaotic. Mm-hmm. And I just got the impression that God wanted her to know to keep her eyes on him. Don't look at the storm that's going on around you. Keep your focus on him. Like when Peter wanted to get out of the boat and go walk towards Jesus, and then he got too focused on the storm and started to sink. But just keeping that focus on God 
yeah. and what he's doing and not what the enemy is doing. I love that. So good. Well, thank you. Friends, I pray this has encouraged you and that if you're walking through something, some kind of health issue, whether that's a physical thing or a mental, I just pray that you know that you're not alone. Uh, find some friends to pray with you and pray for you often. We're going to bring some other friends on throughout the month to tell the story of God walking with them through some health issues. So I'm, I'm praying that that will also be encouraging. Um, also, if you like today's episode, like it, comment, share it. You guys know what to do. You can find us on Instagram or you can email us at notaboutmepodcast at gmail.com because we would love to hear what God is doing in your life. Scripture from today that Kaylee used will be found in the show notes like we always put them. And again, I pray this encouraged you and that even in your sickness, you can find a way to love God and love your neighbor because it's not about me.